Mic check one two one two one two. Have you seen the new guy on uh, the on TikTok who's a country boy? He's got on the hunting jacket, baseball cap, or even I think a cowboy hat, and he raps like amazing, no. like really good. Like I, not you know how some people can like rap fast, but he actually's got like everything about sick it. Sick flow. Yeah. Sick flow, baby. A sick flow. Um, well, welcome everybody. Happy Wednesday. I hope your February is going amazing. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I know Alyssa and I. We chilled, we had a really good Valentine's Day, and as I predicted, um, I did most of the chocolate eating. There is nothing <laughs> left. There is nothing left. Oh, I mean, there's a little left. And let me just say, we had an accidental delivery yesterday from Amazon, mm-hmm. and I was like, we have plenty of chocolate, we have plenty of sweets. On this shop, there's no need to get any sweets. And what did they accidentally deliver to us, honey? Well, I think it was the hand of God, you know, I think, um, I think it was just maybe it, maybe it was temptation or maybe it was a gift. I don't understand. Um, if it was temptation and it was a test, I failed, (laughs) but, um, yeah, this has happened twice now because we order our groceries in and they're always like spot on, but this is the second time. The first time they sent us a a huge, what would you call that? I can't even remember what it was. More than a pint. Whatever ice cream is, like more than the oh, pint. Oh, the Oreo one. Like the big one. We still have some of that because I don't really eat much ice cream. But it was so unhealthy. And we're like, of course. Like they don't accidentally send celery and carrots. carrots. Yeah. So then yesterday, uh, Alyssa's like, I just got a small order, nothing big. And I, and I was – because I, I was like I putting everything away and taking it. And uh, it's a process. So when she says it's a small order, I go, oh, good. I can knock this out in five minutes. <laughs> and there's only a few bags. Yeah. But on the very last bag I opened, I saw honey bunches of oats cereal. And I said, well, that's unique. And she's, you're like, I, I didn't order that. And then I pull that out and I go, there's brownies. Did you order brownies? And you're like, no. And I go, damn. And then we take the brownies out and there's a 12 pack of White Claw underneath a variety pack. Oh and it was gosh. the best. Um, Surprise, weekday party. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on? But yeah, they accidentally gave us that. Um, Which is crazy because when you get groceries from Amazon, they have to card you if you get alcohol. Yeah. And so someone just made a little mistakey and we got well, a little drinky. <laughs> well, our, our name was on the bag. So it wasn't as if, because the Oreo, there was actually a different name on the bag. So yes. they gave us the wrong bag. But this one, whoever packed it, put freddie smith and our address on it yes and so uh, but my whole point to it is like it's just hilarious that it's always like the most unhealthy of course and you know what's funny the things that we're missing that we didn't get because of this little mistake we didn't get our carrots and celery uh-huh. there was toothpaste and it was there was some because i was trying to be good this shop you know yeah and you know if you were to go look at the little box of brownies there might be a bite that's taken out of one i don't know i'm just saying <laughs> Yeah, it was good. I, we haven't had White Claw in probably like three or four months because yeah. it's kind of, it was, there was like all the rage. For a minute, the and, summer drink. And it was, it's really good, but it's, but it's not at the same time. Because <laughs> it's sweet. We're not really like sweet no. drinkers. So we just had a couple. You have a couple and they're good. It was, not, yeah, but you can't, if you're going to actually maybe just grab one in the summer or you're just going to grab one at night, it, it works. But if you're going to actually have a few it's it's too too like sweet it, but that's the thing you and i like more of a just just not sweet drink like we're not going to go to a bar and go get a pina colada or from vacation we're not going to go get a strawberry daiquiri i mean maybe i'd have one but some people like that might be their drink of choice or sprite and 
you know, yeah. we like the club soda. We like just a straight beer. Well, I think because we have a, a couple. Yeah. I, I think for people who go, look, I'm, I'm going to have one or two. And it's an experience to have a sure. margarita or to have a strawberry daiquiri. But if you're going to have like four or five drinks, <laughs> having a club soda, tequila, or having like a beer yeah. is like, you can't have three or four margaritas. No. And some people can, but that's really, really sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun to do it just a little bit. Like that was a nice little surprise. I love that. It is. Well, we, you know, we don't actually get fruity drinks out, but we used to when we used to go out to, to dinner. Oh yeah. Um, we would try the specialties like the um, the jalapeno uh, margarita or or Where those was that kind at of drinks. Again, um, right off Mexicali. of Ventura, Mexicali, dude. Yeah. That the jalapeno margarita was bomb. Yeah, or was a martini? No, it, it wasn't sweet at all. It's martini. Yeah, but those it, kind it was of specialty drinks we would do. Not the not the fruity ones that you just are like. Do you remember we used to go to, um, oh my gosh, El Torito when we lived in Pasadena? For yes. some reason, we love all these Mexican restaurants. Oh, they're they're always right across you the street from right us. away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we, I would always get a margarita there, but the margarita would come with this little shot. Uh-huh. And it, the shot was a little sweet, I feel. But I, I just, I love that margarita and I'd always be surprised that that shot would come with it. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. I, we had a great time over there. It was. It, <laughs> we spent Christmas there. <laughs> yeah, we did. We spent Christmas there uh, two, three years ago. Whenever we were in Pasadena, um, but we got to know the bartenders and the servers, and it's kind of yeah. nice when you when you have um, when you just know people. You tip well, and you always have good service. It's always easy and friendly. And you can walk home. <laughs> yeah, after. that was nice. It was yeah. legit right across the street. <laughs> well, we we were so happy. I'll never forget the the guy who was showing us the, the apartment, and we go, "Oh my God, El Torito's right across the street. Do you ever eat there?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> he was so disgusted, like he was like it. so high end that he didn't <laughs> care for it. I was like, "This is like my." We were so heaven. excited. I love that kind of place, like islands. Chain restaurants are my jam. Applebee's, Chili's, um, and then here in Florida, or maybe it's everywhere. I don't know. I've never seen it before, but Miller's. Miller's is amazing. Miller's is by far the best. The top. It's it's ahead of TGI Fridays. It's 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 ahead of Buffalo Wild Wings. It's ahead of of uh, Chili's. It's pretty right there. I mean, for some reason, it's better than Chili's. It's a tad better than Chili's. The reason I say that is because we did get Chili's delivered here once. It was not great. I was so excited because Chili's is one of my favorite spots in the whole world. And I don't know, just maybe the chili god wasn't in our favor that day. It wasn't great. I think maybe Chili's just has that nostalgic and the atmosphere in the hot queso that comes out. Mm. But when it's delivered, you don't have the ambiance. All you have is the quality of food. (laughs) When when you're there, though, your family. Wait, no, that's Olive Garden. That one's good too. Yeah, that is really sad. I think that's the one thing that I that I mean, obviously, friends and family uh, goes without saying. Um, but when it comes to like a hobby, uh, that's the thing I miss the most. Is you and I used to always find a place. I don't know where we would have went here. This is the one place we've lived that there's probably no... the hotel. Yep, that's the where we. That's where we'd be. I know. We always find a place to walk to. There is nothing like it. Because we would walk. We'd find something like two miles away. Yeah. And we would go walking. Or in Pasadena, because El Torito's across the street, we would walk the, <laughs> the big two-mile loop. loop. fine. Then you go, you grab a couple beers, you, you split like a chicken quesadilla, and then you walk you walk it off. 
but it was Islands, it was um, it was El Torito, and then we used to go to Foreman's when we were at Whipple. Oh, Foreman's, Foreman's was Toluca great. Lake. But so here, good. yeah, there's a hotel, the Reunion um, Resort Resort Hotel. It is about a 45 minute walk. Uh huh. Um, but that's great because that's your, if you're going to do that for exercise, we, we would walk for 45 minutes and we could still do it. Um, but we have to either leave Benji home and then we don't know how packed it is. That hotel is always packed. So I don't want to yeah. sit next to someone at a bar. No. If you're sitting outside at a table and it's a fair yeah. amount of distance, I'm okay with that. We've done that, especially when we were road tripping. Yeah. But that was also a different time. And, um, it's true. And Florida has, uh, yeah, Florida is just on the map right now. First of all, it's the only state right now that is not freezing. <laughs> yeah. And what a perk for us, because that was one of the things that I'm like, we made the right decision. It, it's the only, someone posted a picture of the map. Everywhere is cold. Even California, Texas is getting snow, I think, for the first time, yeah. and even southern parts. And Florida's just rocking it out. But I don't know if it's just like what's, like Florida's in the news or whatever it may be. But there is, it's the first state that I've lived in that there is pride. Mm-hmm. People who live in Florida have Florida pride. I, I bet you it feels like Texas. Right. There's something about Florida and Texas that has a little bit of pride. Like no one felt, there was no pride in California. Well, no you, one really cared because I feel like everyone you met was a transplant. Yeah. But I feel in Florida. Well, it's funny because when I moved to LA, it, there's something about the area codes with Florida. We used to go 954. 305. <laughs> like it was a thing. And like, Is it I, 305 uh, Pitbull? My, yeah, it's Miami. Oh, yeah. 305. Yeah, 305. But like in LA, you're not like 323 818. No. 424. It's 954 305, baby. <laughs> yeah, we never did that in Ohio either. Ohio is more sports. Ohio had much more yeah. pride around Buckeyes, around the Browns, around the Cleveland Indians, around the, um, the uh, uh, Cleveland Cavs. Oh, they yeah. were very, very prideful uh, sports, sports state. Not four, four, oh. But not, uh, <laughs> no. But yeah, Florida is just, Florida has a lot of attention on it right now. So much. There's a lot of people moving to Miami, and um, and our governor's in the news a lot, and it's warm here, and uh, of course Disney and everything too. I but know. yeah, Florida's just, it's it's a cool, cool place. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy with the decision, and um, it just feels like I've been here longer than we have. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Before we get into it, shall we do our opening? Yeah, let's do our opening. I think that's uh, Lisa telling me to wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up, baby. <laughs> uh, Ten minutes in. It's a good place to do an opening. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Freddie and Alyssa Show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe. It's what everyone's doing. It's subscription month. It's subscription <laughs> month in January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December. So no matter when you're watching this, it is subscription month. Subscribe, <laughs> like, comment. All that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook, be sure to like and follow. If you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you think we deserve a five-star review, please leave us a review. It really helps um, when it comes to pitching for sponsors and all of that fun stuff. I want to give a shout-out to Dwight Slemons, Jim Campbell, and Sandfire. Welcome to the membership program. We appreciate you so much. And while we're on the membership program... We have a fun little announcement to make. So for those of you who are new and might not know, we have a membership community here on YouTube and Facebook, and it's an ongoing crowdfund. So instead of doing a big Kickstarter or an Indiegogo, Indiegogo, 
Indiegogo. And, and you raise peer-to-peer uh, -peer, um, money for a movie or a project or for our podcast or something like that. When we found out about YouTube's membership program and Facebook, we said, what an awesome way to do a monthly ongoing crowdfund. So if you want to contribute in that way, here are some fun perks that we've been having. And I think everyone's been having a blast. We, we are building such a great community. We've been doing it since May. Can you believe it's it? Crazy. Since May. And it's been continually evolving. We're learning. And we always want people to feel they're getting more than what they're expected to get. Sure. What's it called? Under-promising and over-delivering. Over so we keep on upping it and making it more and more exciting. We've got about 50 videos now. Ooh. 50 videos Ooh. in the membership group. And one of the biggest perks is that every Sunday we put out an additional podcast. So some of them are pre-recorded like this. Um, one at least, but we're moving to kind of two now, are going to be live where we can answer questions in real time. So we do a live podcast. Mm -hmm. And now for the giant announcement, Ooh. we are really, really pumped about adding this as a perk now. We are doing a monthly Zoom <gasps> for all of the members once a month now. So once a month, uh, the podcast will be on Zoom. You can have your video on if you'd like. We're going to try to get to as many questions as possible so we can actually interact. And we are so, so excited. So the very first one's going to be Sunday, February 21st. Uh, we're going to have the Zoom link in the membership program. So if you've been on the fence or if you're hearing about this for the first time and you want to join the membership, now would be an amazing time. Come have some fun with us. And you can get all the details below in the description or you can hit join on YouTube or support now on Facebook. And the last thing I'll say about it is, um, on this podcast at least, <laughs> is um, it, the, some of the videos we have there are also behind the scenes. So mm -hmm. we do, like we put out our extended version of our wedding. So the 30-minute live stream that our friends and family watched for our wedding, we didn't, because we have just in the public the 13-minute one, but we put up the entire like almost 30-minute live stream uninterrupted. We've got trailers out there that we've done behind the scenes, just a lot, a lot of cool stuff. So I think you'll really, really enjoy it. We just want to make it worth your money. It's 10 bucks a month, and we want you to feel like you're getting just so much for that $10 because those contributions are going towards us running advertising to promote our show. We are this close of hiring a virtual assistant and editor. And that is our next step for the podcast because we, we have so many, like we have a list of videos that we <laughs> want to do. And the only thing holding us back is the amount of time that it takes. So as soon as we can get an editor on board, it's going to free up more time for us to go shoot more videos yep. and bring you just amazing stuff. And then in the future, we want the membership to help fund movies that we want to do because then we could do a movie a year, yeah. which is what our ultimate goal is. So though we love knocking on doors to sell unplugged, <laughs> it'd be nice if we knew we could crowdfund on a monthly basis and be able to put a large portion of that towards the funding of the film. Exactly. So there's a lot, a lot that we are planning for this and we're just very excited about it. So everyone who's been a part of it, thank you. Um, and... Um, and yeah, we're ready for we're ready for phase two here. Ready so phase uh, if two. you want to hop onto that Zoom and even just give it a try, hop on uh, this Sunday, uh, become a member, and then the the link will be in the in the membership group, and then you can uh, hop on, and we'd love to meet you and say hello and all that fun stuff. Loves it. Crush the opening, baby. Yeah, I like our opening. We've really found like a really fun. Uh, welcome everyone to the. First. I sometimes say it in my sleep. <laughs> sometimes I'll be walking around the house like this morning. You were making breakfast, and I heard it when I was getting dressed. Welcome everyone to the Friday Night Live show. Yeah. You just gotta practice. Practice makes perfect. Well, that's the that's the key. Is is I think people enjoy watching people who create a skill set and a talent that it looks like it's just second nature. Of course. That's, you know, even when people used to watch me on days, like all the actors there, 
the, you know, they might not see the preparation or anything that we're doing, but it's our job to make it look easy, exactly. even though it was very difficult. And the same thing here. So it's like, yes, we sit down and improv all this, but there are things that I go through in my head of like, you know, which order do I want to say this? If we have to, an announcement to make, do we say at the beginning or the middle or the end, you know? Well, it's funny how things evolved too, because do you remember when we used to, when we started in Pasadena, we used to do our opening straight to camera and we were like, this is the Freddie and Alyssa show. Yeah. We would always do it to camera. And then when we podcasted, it was to camera when for we, when a we used bit. to do, yeah gosh that's so crazy but see that's the evolution of it i think pe- and and i think people still enjoyed the uh, first version of it, but the reason that we did it that way is you know i was working on the show you were busy we just didn't have as much time to have two cameras to do mm. all the editing the thumbnails like all that stuff we were just happy to put it out and just get it started yeah. but then once we invested like 5 grand um, which is necessary for any business. You know, we invested in the curtains and the table and the equipment, and then we upgraded it. Yeah. So that's what I was talking about earlier is that we're going to continue to level up, but we're, we're building this like a legitimate business where you have to create revenue Yeah. and then you take a portion of it, but we're, we're investing everything at the moment back in. Yeah. So any merch sale, any sponsorship, any membership, like all the viewership is helping us tremendously. We're just putting everything back in right. because- we really feel that online content, especially in the next five years, is going to be so big and we're ahead of the curve. And we didn't just start. Right. We really know who we are. We know our audience. We're going to be upping our guests. And um, and I think people really enjoy the guests as well. But anywho, yeah, we used to do it right to the camera and we keep up. And them. I recall too, when we first kind of started doing the actual podcast format, which we're doing, there were a couple comments of, hey, why don't you guys talk to us to camera? But when you're just talking to one another in true podcast form, you get lost in the conversation. I feel like mm-hmm. when we used to sit and talk to camera and then I'd look at you, you're aware that you're still on camera. It's performative. Performative, yeah. When you and I just sit and talk, there are times when we're podcasting and I completely forget because yeah. I'm so into what you're saying. So, yeah. It's, it's just a choice because we looked at all the people that we were looking up to on the internet and, um, and there were some people who would do a straight to camera, but it became performative. And then you look at someone like Joe Rogan or Andrew Schultz, they're more conversational. So we had to pick and choose. Do we do a performative thing? But then I feel like we get our fix doing the one-off videos. The one-off videos Definitely. are performative. Yeah. I'm talking to camera and you're, you're like, you're here. You're like, I'm going through the camera. How's everyone doing? Okay. So here's the cool thing. But with the podcast, I feel it's, it's much easier for someone to put in their headphones, even if there's a video, but just like conversation yeah well and i feel too doing it straight to camera is more of a news show Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying as opposed to just true conversation being a fly on the wall we've always said we want it to be like people are here at dinner with us yeah you know just so we've been good yeah we and we we use the podcast for the podcast studio for everything that we're doing um i know that you have some um exciting news to share as well that you're doing what's what's new in Alyssa yes. tabbitt smith's life oh Alyssa tabbitt smith sounds so good coming from that little mouth of yours so i have signed with the agency here in florida um which will be really cool there's a lot of commercial work here a lot of local work for tv and film as well as we know florida is a major market and what's really cool too is they have georgia they have miami they have just virgin everything you know the southeast obviously florida in its own so um crazy enough i 
I had done a shoot, which you guys probably, if you follow me on IG, might have seen some of the pics from Wall Crawl. And I collabed with a photographer and a uh, hair and makeup artist. And I believe what happened is this agency saw some of those pictures and they followed me. And at the time when I saw they followed me, I go, you know what? I've been wanting to sign with an agency here and just kind of like dip my toe in and check it all out. And um, I reached out to them. They're like, we'd love to meet you on Zoom. And so we did. And um, yeah, we're doing it. So we'll see what happens. I mean, with anything, especially in entertainment, you don't know. It's auditions might be there. They might not. Yeah. Especially uh, with everything happening in the world. But the really cool thing is that everything is online all auditions, even like when we were talking to Casey the other day, he's been going like once a week, self-tape. We'll see how things are in the Florida market because everything's a little bit different here and it's going to be a learning experience. But I'm really stoked. It's something literally right before uh, lockdown happened in March, like a month, I think, before we signed with the agency in LA and we both were like, yeah, we're going to go audition. And then everything was shut down for obviously a long time. And now slowly but surely you know, even though it's virtual, which I, I prefer that. Wouldn't you prefer to sit on a computer, virtually perform and or do a self-tape as opposed to driving, parking, I, going in? I think a lot, I think the majority of people, I don't know if maybe majority, maybe 60% of people, 70% seem to like that. Yeah. But there are a lot of people who are true, true artists that understand the value of going in, mm-hmm. of ha- allowing them to feel you, of how you control the room, of how you can be in there and connect. There are a few of our friends who are super bummed about going on Zoom. Yeah. And um, and I, I think it's because they have a deeper love for the art, like in their bones. Like they truly, truly have like that deep, deep love. And for for me, I, I see for it. <laughs> I see it as a, uh, as a as a numbers game. I look at it in a logical way of they're going to see how I look on camera and they're yeah. and so as soon as I walk in 90% of the time they're like this isn't the guy yeah and so they I know, know that mm-hmm. so I would rather just do that for two seconds on the I, I see it as the numbers game like I'm still going to go there and do the art and enjoy that but I understand the time it takes and um I mean they really know the second you walk in they're like oh that's look let's see if he can act oh not the look okay but he's here and then you have to schmooze with each other you think that they want to do that? Like the actual casting directors want to just sit and, oh, how's it going? I just talked to the other person. I asked them how their day is going. What's going on? What's happening? So it's just one of those things. You just, I like how it is. I think virtually is going to be really cool. I'm excited to see what it's like here in Florida. Yeah. You know, but um, we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. And then we turned, we actually moved our dining room table downstairs because we needed a plain wall yes. for you to do your slate and to do a little like video to upload for um for auditions and uh so it was fun we like, set yeah. it all up yeah we had to do a commercial so it was like i think it's like a burger king commercial we did um just so that they can show different casting directors here or different clients and then a slate video where you say your name who you're rep by and then just a little fun fact story about you you know something interesting of course to show personality yep and um yeah so we'll see what happens i'm curious too about pictures as well because every market's different i feel like in la anytime you sign with someone they're like oh new headshots (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah i'm excited to see what happens it just depends on you know what the market is what the market wants 
every market is different. We know LA, usually when you're out there and you sign with someone, they're like, oh yeah, you need new pictures, new headshots, totally get. We haven't really been, or I, I mean, I was in the Florida market for like a smidge second when I was really young, but I did more theater stuff back then. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to test out like TV and film, but with anything that you do, it's always a business. So any new actor, you have to invest in pictures, you have to invest in class, you have to invest now in equipment to do self-tapes, to yeah. have the right lighting. Like it's always a thing, but I would rather invest in that and like get it done with, which we you know, obviously have for anyone who's new or trying to act. But I got to tell you too, with the circumstances of everything going on, I feel like right now is a great time if you're an actor to be able, if you're like, hey, let me get representation, you can literally be in any part of the country right now. This is the first time ever an audition from there. Yeah. I'm curious how LA agents feel about that, but you don't always need an LA agent because a lot go nationally now. Yeah. As we're seeing with the Florida agent um, when I spoke with them. So we'll see what happens. But I think a lot more people from LA are moving. I mean, you even told me, granted, this is more content creation, but Logan Paul... He's moving to Miami. A lot of people moved to Miami. A lot of people are in Austin now, which has a crazy snowstorm. Yeah. Like, I have a couple friends who live there, and all their power went out. Like, what? I think it's the first time that in, like, in southern Texas that it ever snowed like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people can do it from anywhere. And, and you know, when, when you were on the meeting with the agent... Um, I sat in just behind the camera, mm -hmm. which is also nice because yet again, with virtual, <laughs> you can get free you value see, without, yeah. cause I wouldn't have been able to sit in the room with you. That'd have been awkward. <laughs> so but tell for me, me more for my wife. <laughs> yeah. So for me to sit like off camera, I just really wanted to hear what this agency, what they think about the current state of the business, what they can offer. And, um, and it was super nice. So I got to sit down and, and he literally confirmed everything that we have been talking about. And mm -hmm. this guy's been in the business for 36 years. And he was saying, if you don't have 20,000 followers on Instagram, you will not even get an audition in LA. Yep. And that was just the most extreme thing. But he, he was saying, and you know, a lot of these agencies and management companies are closing because they're not keeping up with the times. Mm -hmm. But his, his agency is um, making the adjustments. So they're actually teaching people how to audition properly on Zoom. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, teaching them, they're teaching people how to self-tape. They're looking at social media. They want you to build your social media. And we've been preaching about this for five years, saying for every actor, everyone asks, what's the biggest advice? And people want like that key thing, or you, know, they, you can basically say like, move to LA, get headshots, meet an agent, go audition, is almost, I feel like, what people wanna hear. Yeah. Because the saying to get on Instagram, YouTube, and all of this stuff, it, it, um, Scary. It, 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 yes, it takes away the procrastination. Ooh. And I have talked to so many people about it that have asked me and I've said, you need to start a TikTok, but they go, what, what they're, they're trying to find excuses because they know they can do a TikTok right now, but to move to LA, they have that transition period of like, okay, I'm going to move. I'm getting myself prepared. Once I get there, once I get my headshots, yeah. they're able to prolong their fear of just tackling that new challenge. Yep. But when you tell people like go on YouTube, how many people that I've shared over the past five years to start a YouTube, make a short film, put out monologues, start an Instagram, yeah. start a Facebook business page, start a, tw a Twitter, a TikTok, post on LinkedIn. How many people have done it? Not Very many. Few. Yeah. So it was refreshing to me. And as for everybody who's listening, who, who knows somebody, I'm not kidding. This is the new way. 
and it's being mucked. It's like mucky water because there's a lot of people who are like us who are in the entertainment business or we're in business. So followers and views and ratings and going viral means something for business. Mm -hmm. If you and I created our own wine and the biggest wine like BevMo picked up our wine, that is exactly the same thing of you and I making a video and it going viral. You're getting massive distribution for your product. But I think the mucky water becomes that there's a lot of people who just want to be famous, Hmm. which is fine. Or there's people who are seeking validation. So they're... They're wanting the likes and the follows and they're obsessed with it because they want to feel good or they want to be famous. So that's, or the, the influencers who people make fun of, who, you know, just, or you you can, they kind of feel like a little bit of selling out. It mucks the water up, but underneath it for the people who are using this beautiful platform and entertainment, it's, we're building a genuine connection with our audience and that's, that's the game. So when we're talking about followers are going viral, it's because you now have an agency because you posted a free piece of content on Instagram mm. and through a hashtag, they found you. We have companies, we get offers all the time now because we're using the, these platforms for people to come to us. Yep. We could not have people come to us 15 years ago. Well, it's such an interesting point you made because pre-content creation, if you're an aspiring actor or actor, working actor in general, there's only so much you can do as that actor waiting for an audition. Like I used to go, do you remember the store Samuel French? Yeah. It was off of Ventura. I think they closed it down. But it was this bookstore and it had all these books of every casting director in Los Angeles and all of the plays and all of the stuff. And I would go there with my friends. We would get the books. We would write down if we were looking for representation, different people that we wanted to send an actual physical headshot into them, you know, with the, your media kit, or you buy a book with a play and you practice that scene for class. I mean, that is the extent of what you could do. You can work out, you can practice your, your craft. Now, if you want to act, it's endless. You can do skits on TikTok, skits on YouTube. You can just make TikToks. You can take photos. You can, there, I mean, the sky is the limit. There's so much you can do. So that's really, really interesting that, Pre-content creation, all you could do was really like BC, maybe a little A activity, but you couldn't go out and find auditions that were market. fake. Yeah, there's you, no you had no, There's no marketing. Yeah. Market. You had to network. Yes. That, yes, that's very So true. that was kind of the difference is networking. You'd have to go to the parties. You'd have to go to the red carpets. You'd have to go and meet other friends who you could be introduced to their manager and agent. So networking was your only yeah. other option, but you could not market. But again... It's the activity. Yes, you need to you need to get yourself an agent. Yes, you need to practice your material. You need to put things on tape. You need to get good at your craft. But there are people who are just as good as Daniel Day-Lewis who will never work because yeah. they haven't learned how to network or market themselves mm-hmm. correctly. But they, they go, well, I'm the best actor ever. Every one of my acting class tells me, great. If that's, that's what you love, then amazing. But I've always known that I, I just, I need the business side of it. Or it doesn't excite me. Of course. I've always said this. I would never act for $8 an hour. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) The only reason I would act for $8 an hour nowadays is because I understand that me working with Dwayne Johnson for free or me going on the CW for one season for free or $8 an hour, the exposure, they now have somewhere to come. So I go on the CW and we pick up 500,000 followers 
And then those 500,000 followers transition into a six-figure income in the back end. But back in yeah. 2006, I was on 90210. Well, literally, I just saw that 10 missed, years ago. And there was zero value other than the experience of it being on my resume oh, and the money I made during that. Sure. But there was no um, carryover. Well, no. And I saw my time hop 10 years, years two, ago. Three, four years too soon. Oh, that hurts. Because if I was on something like the 90210 now... Or like that kind of thing, right. I, you would pick up a million followers. Of course. But 10 years ago, which is what I was trying to say, is that yeah. 10 years ago on my time hop, I saw that you were on it. And that was just, like you said, a couple years too early. It was Valentine's Day a decade ago. You were on yeah. like, like if you were on CW Now or what's the, it used to be um, ABC Fam, Freeform. Those are the two, and Disney too. Or a reality show. Or reality, Yep. Those are, for some reason, that demographic because they're on social media. It's just really exciting. And, and I think the thing that really sets me on fire is, especially after hearing that Zoom of, of what he was saying, is that I have, like when we did Addicts Anonymous, the web series, I loved being in control and having mm. more control. Yeah. I, I, like being an, if, if you want to kind of like kick back and there's times that I just want to be a true artist because you're only responsible for one thing. Yeah. And there's times if I'm feeling lazy, I'm just like oh, acting so much easier than like everything else. Yeah. Because everything else you have all the, you're wearing all the hats. As an mm -hmm. actor, you show up to class, you show up to auditions, you stay in shape, you say your lines and you're paid to wait. Yeah. But it was never enough for me. I have to constantly have responsibility. And so that's why I'm obsessed that I control it all. <laughs> I don't have to wait for people. Yeah. I don't think that people understand like how much that's a pet peeve of mine. There is nothing worse than spending an insane amount of rent in Los Angeles uh. waiting for the phone to ring to give you an opportunity. Uh, so worst. I have to wait for my manager agent to care about me, number 72 on the list, to pitch me. And the other thing that doesn't make any sense while I'm on this rant is that an agency has 100 people, let's say. So the breakdowns come out at noon where they look at all the things that are coming out in the breakdown. And they're like, let's see, the first one here, a female. Let's look through my list of female. Meanwhile, the perfect thing for me is out there, but I'm 72 on the list. Yeah. So they might not get to me or they submit me for the project at five o'clock. They already have. But they already have enough people, so I miss out on it. So, but, but, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Why can't I have access to the breakdowns and go female, 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 40, 80, 40, 80, 40. Oh, 32 year old white guy. Here you go. But can you imagine if every actor had access to breakdowns? 35 year olds would be submitting for 18 year old roles. Like it, it would be there a would disaster. There would have to be a better, there, there's definitely a better way to do this. And the better way to do it is have people come to you. Because there's no yeah. other way. Like, like you said, if, if it was a free-for-all, then it would just be a nightmare for casting because they would yeah. get 80,000 submissions. Yeah. They, would know, they wouldn't know who's talented. Because the agents and managers basically will vet if the person is talented enough to be signed. So at least when they're being submitted from a top agency, a casting director can go, oh, they go, they're oh, probably we talented. Them. This won't waste my time. Mm -hmm. But if, yeah, 80,000 people could, you know, how would you ever filter it? But um, – but that's why it's like, you know, creating your own your own thing. But I, I am just so happy that I have control over my creativity. I can write, I can shoot, I can film, I can put ideas out there. If it's good or bad. Just keep going. Keep going. I, I heard this story today that there's this guy, Bryson Teller. Um, his song, Don't, um, is super popular. I don't know. I'm sure we, if we heard it, we would know. Mm -hmm. um, but he worked at Papa John's 
and he put out a song and it got a couple hundred views on Spotify and he goes, oh, this sucks. So he took it down. His friend called him and goes, hey man, what happened to your song? We were vibing to that, you know, put it back up. He put the song back up, went into work and during his break, he looked at his phone and it was like going viral on Spotify and come to find out it's now over 600 million streams on his song. He's mega, mega known. This song is hugely popular. Though me saying that, I don't know it in my head, but I feel like I'm we sure you would it. Know, it. know it. It's called but, "Don't" mm-hmm. by Brian Teller. Bright Bryson Teller. Bryson Teller, and this was a he had it on Spotify. Yes, so he uploaded. He's a musician, wow. but those are the stories that I root for mm-hmm. because I understand both sides of this, and the fact that the creator now has the power is, is like it's like such a big deal to me. It's like the one thing that you're like super passionate about in life. Imagine if it just got easier. Well, and this is the other thing. I know from time to time I bring up the Bridgerton musical, but these girls, I'm watching their journey and it's so flipping cool because they go live every single day. I think it's like Monday through Friday. And you, like there are thousands of people who are watching and they're just composing the songs. It's the first time in history that people are sitting and watching a live session of these really just, they're so talented. I mean, what they do, it's incredible. And so they took the power into their hands. There was no gatekeeper. And now everyone's coming to them, literally everyone. And it's because they're doing the work. Yep. It's the whole thing that Barstool CEO said. Yep. Just keep doing the work. We'll come to you. We'll come to you. And that's what they're doing. So for the first time ever, they are composing this entire musical live. On, and they're on every platform. They're on Instagram, TikTok. They go live on all of them. So it's just really cool. I love watching that. Like you say, those are the stories that I root for. Yeah. Well, because it's all the same. It's like when you watch America's Got Talent, when you watch Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. These are people who are working on their talents, on their business, and they're getting an opportunity to shine. Yeah. And, and it just feels good. Like I'm happy for people who are able to get their talent seen because we know what it feels like. Yep. We know what it's like to have talent. And to, you know, I had to go to 500 auditions before days said yes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But, you know what I mean? Like I got better, but I had enough talent that if I would have booked it a year earlier, I yeah. would have still been fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, there's so many talented people out there, people who have businesses that have great businesses and they're just waiting for that break. And so it's just inspiring to watch all these people, you know, and especially now with everything being locked down and everything going online. It's a, it's a big deal. So um, if anyone's sitting around on something that they love and they've just been waiting and trying to figure out, it's like, just put it out. Yep. Put it out. Now's the time. Now's the, now now's more the than time. ever. If you have that invention, if you have that product, if you have that song, that painting, that monologue, no matter what it is. Well, you know what's crazy too? Five years from now, it's going to be even more saturated. Everything's wide open right now. Five years from now, it's still going to be wide open because I think sitting and being consistent with creation. But now, like, there are so many platforms to really get seen. Yes. If you want to. So I say go for it, guys. Go, go for, for it. it. Go for it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm very happy for you, babe. I'm really interested Aww. to see how the local market is. You know, we were in the in the big boys yeah. uh, club for 15 years. I'm very curious to see what a smaller local market will be like. Yeah. I think there's going to be some advantages from the experience that, that uh, you have. Um, so I'm rooting for you. I think Aww. there's a lot of uh, potential there. I'm really excited to, uh, to see you get back out there. And um, 
and it's going to be it's going to be really great. It's been since like 2013, yeah. 2014 that I've auditioned. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Really got into it, so we'll see. So we'll see. And then uh, for those of you who want to um, hop onto that Zoom, um, uh, if you want to consider becoming a member, um, you can ask you know questions, and and um, and we're going to do our best to get to as many as possible. And we just we just want to thank you so 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 much. Yes. Um, because everything we just talked about today could not happen without you showing up every Wednesday, um, showing up on our lives and commenting and liking. Like it's all full circle. Yeah. Um, there's no middle men or women here. It's just us, the creators, and you, the audience. And we want to give you what you want. We love you guys. We so love much. you. So um, have a have a great week. Um, stay warm. And um, <laughs> Look at you I'm and not your rubbing it in. Get out of here. <laughs> it's like 72 here. It's a little chilly. <laughs>